This is a piece by a guy named Larry Taunton. Larry who? Never heard of her. What sort of a man is he? Pick from Bama. A man like any other, but more so. Well, I thought he was dead. This is the Larry Alex Taunton Show. Let's light this candle. Welcome in to the Larry Alex Taunton Show. I am Amy Beth Shaver. You are? Larry Alex Taunton. Your man in the field. Yes, indeed. So we have something quite exciting today. Yes, we do. Um, this is this is big time. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to have with us today uh, Anna Mazzoni. Anna is an Italian journalist. She is with RAI TG2. It's Italian public television. And um, I did an interview with her. Um, she was, you know, came to Birmingham and I did an interview with her just before the 2020 presidential election. They were, they were doing a, uh, um, a, a sweep through red states to get that perspective, which, of course, American journalists don't do. But they were doing. And I really enjoyed talking with Anna, with talking with her crew. And now what you're seeing happening in Italy it mirrors what's happening throughout the world. It, it fascinates me because you have the election of the new, uh, the stunning election of Georgia Maloney, the, uh, the new prime minister in Italy, who the left, the globalists, are all portraying as a fascist, as extreme right wing, you know, this kind of stuff. And um, I'm fascinated by it, not so much because the show is about Italian politics, it, it certainly isn't, but because of what's happening in Brazil, what's happening in the United States, What's what what happened in um, um, the, the Netherlands mm-hmm. with the the protests against um, the you know industrial farming? Uh, the, those those people were you know basically crushed by the globalists. It's it's what you're seeing happening around the world. Mm-hmm. And so Anna's going to join us today from Rome, one of my sa- favorite cities. On the planet, Amen. And you've been there, yes. And um, so she's going to join us from Rome, and she's going to explain to us what's 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 going on there. So I can't wait to have Anna with us. Um, speaking of strong women, I too watched the election and in Italy, and I do love Italy. We visited, took the kids there a couple of years it's ago. It's a great place to to to. to to visit, not live. Yeah, not live, but it's it's a place where you can't help but think historically. You can't help but think, oh my gosh, of all the people that have stood on the shoulders before we've ever been here. Yeah. Um, it's a great perspective to have, and it changed our kids' perspective on life. But to be in Italy and to be at this time and yeah. to watch the protests that they participated in um, with great courage is very instructive yeah. for today. And so I'm quite excited to meet this journalist and to talk about what's going on there because I, I really want our friends, our listeners, um, to find their courage. Yeah, because they need, they time, need to understand what's happening. Th- they do need to understand what ha- what's happening. And, and for these people to say, how can you deny the election? How can you suggest there's any problems? Oh, I like, deny it. Are you, <laughs> I'm an election are you denier. not 
paying attention to what's happening around the world. Are you not at least intellectually curious about what seems to happen in these magical numbers that change and fit in like a puzzle just so and overnight or voting booths that turn off or lights that go off? I mean, are you not at least a little curious? the, the, The cameras going out is... This it's kills so incredible. me. This slays me. You know, this reminds me of, and I, I just, I just know of this because, um, you know, at the time I didn't see it. Um, I was too young, but I would hear my parents talking about it from time to time, and it's one of the great controversies in Olympic sports. In 1972, the United States um, men's basketball team in the Munich Olympics, they beat Russia 51. 50. Time is out on the clock. Mm. They are on the court celebrating, celebrating, cheering wildly at winning the Olympic gold medal. And a bureaucrat, while this is going on, a bureaucrat is over talking to the officials. And suddenly the officials put three seconds mm. back on the clock. The Soviet Union hits a bucket, game over. The Soviets win Olympic gold, and if you look this up, it's a it's a uh, there there have been documentaries about this uh, about the violation of rules about everything that happened. But but I mention it because this is the way Democrats are doing elections. Mm-hmm. We just keep. I mean, imagine if you're an Auburn fan out there. What if after kick six, mm-hmm. the officials came out and said? We're going to put a you know few more minutes back on the clock, and after Alabama scores, they go game over. Yeah, game over. Or what if after Van Tiffin's kick, if you're a you're an Alabama fan, um, they the officials say we're putting more time on the clock for Auburn, or you name your game. Mm-hmm. This is the this is what's going on. And see, to use another sporting analogy, you know the. The 1994, I think it is, um, world, you know, U.S., excuse me, not world, U.S. figure skating championships. You have Nancy Kerrigan who practiced so hard to perfect her routine. And Tanya Harding didn't bother with that. She just got her boyfriend to kneecap. <laughs> um, A great Nancy idea. Nancy Kerrigan. And guess who won? I don't know. <laughs> who would you think? It was Tanya Harding. I mean, she was declared the champion. Now, of course, she was later stripped of it, but but this is this is what's going mm-hmm. on. And again, if you're somebody out there who doesn't think this is real, and it's happening globally, by the way, look at what is taking place in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is astonishing what's what's happening in Brazil. We're talking about millions of protesters over what is almost certainly election theft. Mm-hmm. And evidence of this was posted online um, yesterday and the government ordered it taken down, just removed, you know, from uh, from from the web. But this is taking place globally. And if you think people who who sexualize children, who perform irreversible sex change surgeries on children, who are prepared to burn your cities, who are prepared to destroy the country uh, economically, who will lock your grandma up and make her die alone. Mm. If you think people like that are not above election rigging, you you are clueless about what's going on in this country. And again, I spend so much time in the third world. Third world people are watching this slack-jawed because... They've seen these tactics again and again and again. Right. 
And they're mystified why Americans don't seem to be getting it. And again, this goes back to our previous show. It's because of naivete. It is. Americans are extremely naive about these kind of tactics because typically they haven't been used to dealing with them. And now, now that it's happening, but, but again, it's just astonishing that after, after what happened in 2020, that it would happen again in 2022. And it's going to happen again in 2024 because, For sure. because the system as it currently stands, I don't care if it's DeSantis, I don't care if it's Trump, I don't care if it's Reagan or Lincoln on the ballot. They cannot and will not win the way the system is currently set up. And uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about Anna. We're going to talk to Anna Mazzoni a little bit about some of this stuff as it's taking place in Italy because Georgia Maloney, she is she's a dynamo. She's the Carrie Lake mm-hmm. of Italy. Uh, she's She's a remarkable individual, in my opinion. And, and listen, if you read her Wikipedia page, it looks like a warrant for an arrest. I mean, it's just all these horrible things. You know, she's an extreme right winger. She loves Mussolini, you know, all, all this kind of I stuff. I mean, sure she does. And let's just be clear what it is that she's against. She says, I'm a woman. Marriage is between a man and a woman. Um, I'm opposed to homosexuality, the LGBTQ movement. Um, and I love Italy. You're a fascist. I mean, that's just immediately what they say yes. about it. And then on top of that, like Carrie Lake, she just happens to be a beautiful woman. So the result is they hate her. Mm. And we've got a we've never had a show clock before, and all of a sudden we got a show clock. This, this is telling us we got 45 seconds. I mean, here. this is very fancy. Well, it's and not, not only fancy do we have a show because, clock. Well, here's, in fact, it's the opposite of fancy looking at that show clock. Well, but here's the other beautiful thing about it, though, <laughs> is that producer Matt is holding it for us because he knows we would completely ignore him you know, if we, he's in the back going, stop. We should employ like, a guy no. who all he does is just hold the show clock. Okay. I think we should, we should uh, like, hey, if you want to volunteer intern position, hold the show clock. <laughs> Well, now he's walking off, and we can't see hey, it. We, we, we don't have eyes to see. We're we old. We can't see that okay, way over all there. Right, all right, look, we've got 12 seconds. So <laughs> do not go anywhere. Stick with us, and you will hear kind of from opening. a fantastic <laughs> journalist. Right. So we'll be right back. And burn the podcast world to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Larry Alex Taunton Show. Larry? my favorite player. Welcome back. We are joined by Italian journalist Anna Mazzoni, who is in our favorite city, Rome. Yes. Uh, an, an unbelievable place, but I'm so excited that she's here um, to give her insights about what's happening in Europe, what's happening in Italy. Anna, thank you so much uh, for being on the show today. Thank you to you, Amy Beth. I'm so excited to be with you and to discuss with you about these uh, issues, about uh, politics, Italian politics, uh, European politics, American politics. uh, Everything is connected, I think. Uh, We are reporting to you um, from a city that was founded in 1871 A.D. Uh, Can can Rome compete with that? I don't know. We should ask. <laughs> the Eternal City, the, the yes. Eternal City, said to have been founded in 753 BC. That's according to the legend, the yeah. the uh, Romulus and, and Remus. Remus legend. Yes, 
Uh, so, you know, just a little bit before Birmingham, just Alabama, bit, you know, <laughs> just a little bit before Birmingham, Alabama was was founded. Mm-hmm. But uh, Anna, yes, she joins us uh, from Rome. And listen, our fascination in conversing with you today, uh, Anna, deals with the fact that Giorgio Maloney, uh, who is who has been elected in a stunning, a stunning upset uh, as prime minister uh, in Italy, she represents a populist movement. She's you know anti-globalist. Uh, I'm fascinated by the fact that in our media, she is portrayed as a fascist. She, to read her Wikipedia page, I feel like I am reading you know um, you know one of these gossip columns. It's just full of everything that is insulted. The New York Times referred to her as a fascist. 28 times Holy in a God. single article in a single article. So we want the perspective um, from Italy. What do the Italian people think of their new prime minister? Um, thank you for this question, Larry. And I think that uh, New York Times brought uh, many likeness to Giorgio Meloni because, uh, as you said, uh, they they refer to the prime minister as fascist for 28 times and she gained 28% of consensus at the, at, the, at the elections. I think that the majority of Italians decided to, to put our destiny, the destiny of this uh, weird country, uh, in the end of a woman for the first time, of a, a Christian woman, a patriot, a woman from the right wing, which is the very first time in our history after, of course, Mussolini. And uh, Giorgia Meloni, she was born in 1977. She's younger than me. She's uh, 45. So she's very young for being a prime minister in Italy. And so she, she, she didn't have any contact with fascism and stuff like that. She simply, she simply comes from... Uh, uh, culturally speaking, from the, the the right wing of our country, and she's always been uh, um, active in politics since she was uh, 13. So she was very very young, and she had always the same idea. She's for the uh, national interest. She's for uh, Italy. She's anti-globalist, and, and and she gains all this success because here people is very bored of uh, all the politicians uh, trying to say that everything will change and then nothing is going is changed in the last 10 or 15 years so we we think that Giorgia Meloni could be a good chance for Italy to overcome some problems that are the same all over in the big democracy in the world because we are passing through a very difficult moment here in Italy but it's the same in France or in Germany uh, in Sweden in uh, and in the United States too so i think that Giorgia Meloni yeah, and Brazil too yeah of course and Brazil too and in Brazil too Bolsonaro uh, they refer to Bolsonaro as a fascist um, there is this weird stuff, this weird thing, that every time 
there, there are some politicians all over the world coming from the right wing, they are referred to, addressed as fascist. Uh, but uh, this is a, a big, big mistake because the fascism uh, he had a, a beginning and an end. And for example, Giorgia Meloni, she's so young that she didn't live at all one day of fascism here in Italy, like me, like many others. So being a, a conservative doesn't mean to be a fascist. This is uh, uh, the, the typical uh, prejudice uh, of uh, mainstream media. Every time you say I'm a conservative, they say so you are fascist. It's not. It's, it's exactly the opposite because Giorgia Meloni is fighting for freedom and from uh, liberty here in Italy, uh, which is the opposite of being a fascist. And isn't it interesting? I, I'm sure you notice it there, Anna, as we do here. That media, they all—it's like they all get. Yes. They all get the talking points, and they all use the same language. So that, for instance, if you question the election in this country, every media outlet uses the same language, which is what you are election an, an denier. You are an election denier. Um, you know, which is like saying you're a flat earther. Yes. You know, this is this is what they're they're trying to portray you as, and it's across the world that. Uh, anybody who was on the right, who was opposed to the LGBTQ plus, you know, alphabet soup, radical agenda of sexualizing children and uh, destroying, you know, uh, morality within Western culture. If you're opposed to a globalist agenda, if you question, um, you know, the the rights of people to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated, you are quote. A fascist, mm. just all across the board. You are a fascist, and Georgia Maloney fascinates me because she is she's a very dynamic from from our perspective, Anna. She's to me she's the most dynamic politician mm -hmm. in the Western world at at present. She has a gracious uh, um, presence. She has a winning personality. She is uh, uh, effective in debate. She is a strong woman um, and yet not obnoxious. And, uh, and so, of course, the left hates her. Do you think that she'll be able to get anything accomplished during her first term or that she will be stonewalled at every turn? I think that this time she, she will never be, um, in, the, in the next five years at least, she will, will not be stonewalled because she's very strong and she's very focused in what uh, what she wants for this country of course and uh, she said that she she realized a dream of her own to be the first woman as prime minister in italy as premier in italy but at the same time uh, the dream of millions of italians who during all these uh, last 20 years they could not talk, they could not express their opinions, their ideas, their sentiment too. And, uh, but now they can. Now they can, respectfully, with the laws, of course, and everything, but now they can because they've got a conservative prime minister, a woman, a Christian uh, at the power, at the top of our institutional, institutional uh, pyramid. And so I think that um, 
she was she's been the only woman at the G20 in Bali in Indonesia. And you know here in Italy they attacked their leftist past parties, they attacked Giorgia Meloni because she went there in Indonesia with her little daughter, Ginevra, of eight years old. And she said, so what? I'm a mother and I have all the rights to take with me my little daughter, to teach her what it means, a very important summit, a very important meeting to change and to, to to give her a better world. So she she confirms what she said two years ago during a, a rally. I, my name is Georgia. She, she said, I'm a, a woman, I'm a mother, I'm a Christian and I'm Italian, so I'm a patriot. And everything of my political action will go in this direction. I believe she will, uh, she will She's fabulous, and I love that she took her daughter. Good for her, uh, rather than just simply farming her out to someone else. But she's she's demonstrating <laughs> that she can fulfill both of those roles, and that she takes very seriously uh, motherhood, yeah. and she's modeling that. Uh, I just love it. So I want to take a step back for a second for the people who may not know and are just surprised that this wonderful woman has appeared on the world stage. Was it COVID that really thrust her forward? Was Good that it was that what really gave her this platform as people began to see their freedoms ebb away and then she stepped on the stage and as you said a moment ago, now they feel free to speak and free to live? Yes, about COVID, uh, during his, uh, her first speech at the Congress, the Italian Parliament, uh, she said that she wants to uh, to make very clear uh, the responsibility, uh, responsibilities of all other politicians during uh, the two years of pandemic here in Italy. Because she said that it's very weird that, that we were so strict with the lockdowns and the masks and the vaccination. About 97% of Italians are vaccinated, fully vaccinated. And she said, and we had a very high numbers of uh, dead people. So she said, I need to, and I want to establish a commission in the parliament because we have to be very transparent on what has been done and what was wrong and uh, who took the wrong decisions in the past two years as to pay in front of a tribunal, in front of the, the people. And I think that uh, this is a, uh, this created a fracture, another fracture with the leftist parties because they are the parties of lockdown, mass vaccination. You were talking about denials when you say something that is not a mainstream uh, opinion. They say you are a denial of something. So here, if you say that uh, vaccines uh, maybe are not so good because people uh, are dying anyway, uh, they tell you you are a vax denial and no vax, they say here in Italy. And yes, and so you are punished for this. Here in Italy, you could not work in two years. So if you didn't have a green pass, I had to get vaccinated because otherwise I could not enter, I could not enter my, my firm. I could not work. 
And so I think this is a very big discrimination. And uh, I think that Giorgio Meloni will not put any lockdown anymore. With any pandemic that will come, because we are ready that this is the era of pandemic, as uh, Bill Gates told us many times. Um, <laughs> Americans, and I'm sure you know this because you've spent a lot of time in the United States, Americans tend to be fairly insular. They're not, they're not generally following political movements outside of the United States. Some of that has to do with, you know, just our geographic situation. You know, the United States is essentially a continent unto itself and uh, two, you know, oceans separate us from, from much of the rest of the world. Um, and part of that just has to do with, uh, you know, with our own media. Why don't you offer to our, our viewers a perspective on what you've seen. You've covered American politics. What do you see taking place in the United States? From your, from your perspectives, give us your opinion. From my perspective, my opinion is that in the United States, I saw, I assisted to what now I see, and I assist here in Italy. And I, I can use uh, uh, what Georgia Meloni said in March, so before the elections, she was in Orlando, in Florida, participating to the CPAC with uh, Ted Cruz and uh, Ron DeSantis. And she said, our legitimacy as conservative comes to us from the streets and from the people. And, and then about uh, immigration and uh, illegal immigration, she said, our Sicily is your Mexico or Mexico. Uh, this is to say that what I, I saw in the United States with Trump during the four years of Mr. Trump at the White House, it was the people having voice for the very first time instead of bureaucracy, instead of politics, and instead of very, you know, uh, very, very distant attitude from the, the, the reality. Uh, soon after, soon after Trump, I think that with Biden now, uh, again, United States uh, and may, as many other countries in the world, they lost the contact, the touch with the reality, because they lost the contact with people. Here in Italy, people voted for Giorgia Meloni, and now people expect that Giorgia Meloni is accomplishing what she promised during her electoral campaign. So. The main promise is to listen to people because the power is with people. doesn't matter black, white, red, yellow. The power comes from people. And, uh, and so I think that at the moment Italy, United States, they are very similar because we are struggling on the same field. And we can share the same, um, you know, aims, uh, which are the the, aims, the the main aim is freedom, freedom from every people is work and uh, welfare for any people, um, notwithstanding what they think, what they what they do. And, uh, and I think that we could be very good uh, allied in this. Conservative, uh, usually, they, we say in Italian, the, the term conservative, the word conservative, comes from the 
um, the Italian word conservare from Latinum, which means to keep, to protect the values. Because when you change, when you change values very rapidly, like in our global societies, we need someone who, kept, who keep, keeps these values alive and who protect these values. And uh, I think that conservative... And I want to well, I want to apologize to our listeners. Our you know again we're speaking to Anna from from Rome, and our connection isn't always um, the best in these things. But listen, the major networks have all those problems too. So you know just uh, just bear with us, Anna. When you look at American politics, do you think there is um, corruption taking place in our elections in the United States? Well, it's very weird that the biggest, one of the biggest democracy in, uh, in, in, in the world takes something like 10 days to define the election results. This is very weird to me. Uh, neither, neither in Italy it happens. I mean, uh, this is very weird to me. So my, my idea is possible all these days um they, they 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 try to you know to correct some results maybe i don't have the proof but uh it's the same idea and uh, that i had when i was in 2020 in the uh, united states in november 2020 following mr trump and at a certain point i said there's something that uh, that go is going wrong they they are doing something and and then when uh, when CNN announced the, the election of Biden, I understood what were were wrong. You know, this is a perspective that Americans don't get because, see, Americans are all told that the whole world uh, hated Donald Trump, the whole world, and that the whole world um, is opposed to um, the things that he represented and the people he represented. Um, the Americans are told that their country is hated by the rest of the world as a racist, anti-democratic, um, uh, imperialistic, horrible nation. And that just simply isn't the global perspective on the United States among common people. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with this. And I think that the Democrats in the United States, they want to give another image of United States from the real United States. When I came to United States in 2020 and I met uh, people voting for Trump, the Trumpers or Trumpians as we call them here, I met uh, uh, very, I must say, very nice people, not, you know, not uh, Christians like you, like me, for example, but uh, not, uh, uh, you know, um, extremists. Of the religions and uh, so I, I thought that uh, uh, United States uh, they, they are not uh, racist at all I don't believe in the uh, white uh, white supremacy of course I think that there are racists like all over in the world and there are different point of view but I think that the, the more racist are the ones who are governing the United States at this moment uh, because they, they they ban every opposition, they ban every different thought. And so this is not good for me. This is the true fascism. So when they say, for example, uh, I'm pro uh, 
choice. I must say I'm pro-choice, but I'm pro-choice in, in, in Italy, not in the United States, because when I, I, I read and I listen that in the United States you can uh, uh, have an abortion till a six, six months or seven months, that's not abortion, that's homicide. And everywhere is homicide, it doesn't depend on the religion. But here in Italy, you know, the, the decision about abortion law has been uh, uh, presented about, uh, like, uh, oh, they want to go back to the Middle Age, and so they want the, the, the women to, to have kids and kids and kids with no right at all. I think it's not uh, the correct way to inform people about <laughs> Anna, um, we thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Um, your insights are fabulous. We got to do it again. We have to. We have to get you on again. Except next time, I want you to be, um, you know, seated in uh, some little, you know, sidewalk cafe with or gelato. With gelato. Um, wow, of course. Yes. You know, we yeah. we need to we get, get you know uh, maybe maybe you reporting to us from the Spanish Steps. Uh, maybe from the Colosseum. I think that would be fabulous. Do you think you'd be willing to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. No, no, I can do that. Next time I can connect with you and we can talk and I will be very close to the Colosseum so you can see the Colosseum with the light on. Anna, you're terrific. And um, we're so really grateful are. for your insights. You and uh, hang so with us. Hang with us through the through the break here, but we're gonna we're gonna take a break now, and um, uh, we look forward to talking to you again. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all. Ladies and gentlemen, we are grateful for the standing ovation, but there will be no encore for today's performance. Please exit the building in an orderly fashion. Thank you. Honey, can we leave now? <laughs> 